0: Podcast. podcast
1: Podcast
0: Podcast Are we saying podcast Welcome back Welcome back <laughs> Was that pretty good? <laughs> <laughs> That'll do <laughs> you close okay. Just making sure that that was that was uh, appropriate or <laughs> whatnot. Um as you guys can probably tell, uh this is what how does he do this again? Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back to a brand new edition of the Two Fanboys and a Filthy Casual podcast. I am Harold. This is Lewis.
1: And I'm Krija.
0: And that means that there's no Dennis.
1: <laughs> Aww. So, unfortunately, I Dennis. I wish he was here.
0: I wish he was too, because he, he's the only person that remembers how to do the intro. Yeah. Like, um, me and Lewis are literally just like, Okay, whenever he's done talking, I guess it's our turn.
2: <laughs> yeah. are and clean up, and yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's basically how it goes. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, Dennis is not going to be with us for this uh, particular episode, but he will be the guy editing this. So if he doesn't like it, he can just scrap it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but you know, the crazy thing is he's missing out on a good one because a lot of stuff has happened since the last time we recorded. Um. So we're gonna open up with one of our favorite segments, or our other favorite segment that we call the kind of updated news here. We call it poopery because it's poop, and it's pretty nice. <laughs> it's nice. So, Nailed
1: um, it. I've always wondered why it was called that, and
0: now um, I know. We're we're basically lazy, and we saw on uh, obviously the show that you and I both love Jeopardy. Poopery is
1: mm-hmm.
0: all, all the variety stuff, but mm-hmm. we we are. Uh, Childish, immature human beings, so we called it poop. There we go. <laughs> That's the origin yeah, story. We're sticking to it. To
1: be, not to be confused with poopery, the toilet friending product.
0: That so I no use. Exactly. That I use very frequently at work. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm always curious on that technology. Like how? How does how? it know? How does it know that you're supposed to smell better than what I'm bringing out from here? Jeez, I just, right. I'm just glad to know that uh, the quality still stays high as long as Dennis. Even though Dennis is not here, <laughs> so uh, we're gonna open up our poopery, and Chris is gonna be in charge of our poopery this week.
1: Yay! Hooray! Okay, so I wanted to talk about Emmy nominations. Uh, Emmy's 2021. Um, it's be happening in September, and uh, I wanted to like point out a couple, actually a few, a few of the categories because you might find some familiar. Nominees, nominees that haven't been nominated before, and genres that haven't been nominated before. So um, I'm going to stop. Start with uh, outstanding drama series. Uh, we have, you know, the, the 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 standards, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, um, This Is Us. Uh, but this year we have Bridgerton, we have Pose, we have Lovecraft Country. We have The Boys also nominated. We also have The Mandalorian nominated. Isn't that crazy?
2: That's nuts to me. I'm glad you started with that category, Curtis, because I think that is one of the, I guess that's the big, um, that's one of the big uh, marquee um categories and you're right like half of those literally out of the eight it's four of them are what you could be considered genre shows like the fact that you have a freaking star wars show star wars star wars <laughs> show <laughs> star wars oh my lord um i blame the stitches in my mouth um the and, and you know a uh, star wars show uh i mean even even though you know i I I know Handmaidens is taking it seriously, but that's basically like a post-apocalyptic. You know, it's a, a another genre movie too or show. So like, yeah, I'm really impressed at the the quality or at least the kind of shows that was nominated this year. Yeah, and um, obviously it'll come into play later. But Lovecraft con- uh, County, like that was one of my underrated favorites in this last uh, this last year in pandemic. I don't think it got a lot of hype. Unfortunately, maybe this time around, now that it's been nominated, hopefully, it will get that second win. But I really, really enjoyed that show. Um, Mm -hmm. I think you and I actually talked about it while it was uh, airing. So
1: we did, yeah. and I have to finish it. I really
2: have to finish it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy and kind of excited to see the kind of diversity that's out there. I mean, you're right. Like, there are the, the typical or your, your usual, um, you know, standouts like This Is Us. I think it's nominated literally every year since it's been accepted. Yeah. So, it's like, but, yeah, it's good to see some, uh, some, some fun uh, genre stuff out there.
0: It's actually interesting to see shows that we would actually, like, they're targeted towards us like mm-hmm. literally the Mandalorian and the boys are mm, at least yeah. for me I'm like good shows but do those kind of shows get ever get kind of award uh recognition
1: right well the uh, academy quote unquote like pay attention to these yeah. shows and and this year apparently they have I'm um, going back to the Mandalorian they actually are tied with the crown for the most nominations so they have mm. 24 nominations um, and that's including um, Best Supporting Actor, Giancarlo Esposito, and uh, Guest Actors, Timothy Oliphant and Carl Weathers are both nominated. That's so, isn't that cool? That, that,
0: that's one of the things that kind of made me laugh is they, <laughs> they put Giancarlo Esposito as a co-star and they put <laughs> yeah. Carl Weathers as a guest star. Whereas Carl yeah. Weathers was... I'm pretty sure in just as many episodes as, you know. I think the, you're right. So I, I and then I remember the thing that I know you, you haven't gone really to it yet, but or I, uh, but Don Cheadle was nominated as a mm-hmm. guest actor, and he has like yep. ten ten seconds of dialogue. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true. In um Falcon, right? Falcon and um, Winter Soldier.
0: Another. What's up, Sam? And I did, and they killed <laughs> it. Think. And like,
1: nominations—I uh. mean, He's those like... three words: <laughs> stellar, stellar performance.
0: It's like, man, um, that Don Cheadle, what an actor!
1: <laughs> I'm gonna—I'm actually gonna stay on the Disney Plus route because um, the show with 23 nominations, just underneath uh, Mandalorian, is WandaVision. So, WandaVision oh. is up there too. It was nominated for Best Limited Series because we know it's only that one season that we got. Um, Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen were both nominated as well for Lead Actor uh, lead ac- and Lead Actress. And also, Katherine Hahn, yeah. um, also nominated for Supporting. So, I mean, another genre, another show that we all loved and talked about here on the pod. And, yeah, I'm really excited to see... I mean, first of all I'm actually really excited that Wandavision is is nominated because it's so weird. <laughs> it's such a different show um considering, you know, it, it's um just the way it's the whole concept it was just such a weird thing and I'm so happy that it's getting recognized. So hopefully um Marvel and Disney Plus and you know whoever whoever the brains are that doesn't mean that's a weird sentence, but um, I hope this encourages uh, the creators to do more weird things. What do you guys think?
2: I agree. Actually, that's a great point, because if you think of it like so, you know, uh, obviously the beginning of the Marvel Universe was is planted in like the movies. And as much as we love the movies and as much money it makes, it's never going to be recognized for its artistic merit or acting or anything. Like I'm sure obviously they got uh, they've won many like, you know, uh, technical merit uh, Oscars, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you're right. This is the first time that an acting award is actually being given to to the folks in it so that's great kudos to them and you're right maybe the uh the brains i think it's uh kevin feige is the name of the uh basically the the, yeah the <laughs> brain he's he runs this whole universe so like sh- uh, you know kudos to him you're right like for for yeah this this was a weird show and so good for him for experimenting and uh can, kind of thinking out of the box especially for it, it kind of works in many ways in the sense like you know this was the first disney plus original show or no first but like the first uh, marvel uh disney show um you know this whole disney streaming thing was kind of uh hinging on like the success of, of both the, the star wars and the marvel uh tv shows kind of anchoring the the service um so yeah kudos to them and like especially for for paul bettany and them because yeah, who would have thought that like a a robot would have been nominated? Like, but hey, there here we are. So th- th- this last year was weird. So let's let's keep it going.
1: Let's keep it going with
2: Yeah, the- but also I know uh, I'm looking at the list as well, but yeah, Jonathan Majors. That, that name's going to keep coming up a few times in this episode, but yeah, he's you got to finish Lovecraft Con- uh Connie, I and, I did, like- and I did and I did recommend to some of the folks that we were at the well, at the watch party which we'll talk about shortly. But yeah, like I I recommended to a few people after he came out. So, yeah uh good 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 coming
0: up for him is it lovecraft county or lovecraft count country country thank you country yes i I can never tell like it always shows up on my my feed and i'm always like mm-hmm. you know anytime like i i kind of always think anytime there's a dramatic series that gets recommended to me i'm like i need to prepare myself for this yeah i need to, I need to get ready because if i'm yeah. just watching a comedy i'm just like oh yeah comedy i could i could watch this whenever but dude it is so dry in my place right now my throat is killing me so don't worry Mm -hmm. nothing bad is happening over here (laughs) like the humidity especially because like just like uh, in the man cave if i turn on my fans you can hear it in the background so (laughs) as Uh. much as possible and dying in here guys it's, it's uh, like it's like 105 percent humidity inside my vagina and- the, sacri- the sacrifices we do for the podcast exactly <laughs> yeah it's very hot <laughs> um any any other uh, nominations you wanted to go over Kirsch? um i
1: mean that was really it i i guess the the next one i wanted to bring up because it's also disney plus is hamilton hamilton was nominated which is oh, because okay. it's, it's nominated it uh, as a like best limited series or movie. So I guess it's a movie? (laughs) Question mark?
0: I'm confused (laughs) by those nominations in general because it's obviously just a film version of the play or the Mm -hmm. musical and just reproduced. And it's like, huh? It's a movie? (laughs) Like if someone was filming one of our musicals from when we were in high school and stuff and put it on Disney Plus, could I technically be nominated for worst actor?
1: Dude. <laughs> you could. It's our,
0: you're going for a Razzie, dude? Yeah, I'm going for that. <laughs> I'm going for the Razzie of, for some reason, <laughs> they put me in five different skits and I was the worst actor in every different skit. But... <laughs> That's what you get when the drama class is all uh, AP Calculus students. <laughs>
1: That's
0: what you get. <laughs> you guys you guys were just looking for that, uh, that that extra credit, I get no, you. <laughs> we we had we had to we had to have seven periods at our school before because uh we're all the nerds of the class. And I and some of these guys actually listen to us now, so what's up, fellow guys who had to had to go to school early at six o'clock and, like
1: everybody Hi guys. Was? Hi guys, welcome. <laughs> Hi guys, hey
2: fe- go- theater class of nineteen ninety seven, ninety eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very accurate by the way (laughs) i'm glad the technology for portable cameras weren't as uh populated during that time because yeah those skits were horrendous but in my head they were hilarious (laughs) but the actual output was it's not good (laughs) so that's i guess we're gonna go with our second topic of the day or not actually our first topic of the day and uh that would be the finale of the show that we obviously been talking about here for the past few weeks and not just the finale of the show but the circumstances at least for our group here that led up to the finale and watching the finale and lou if you don't mind if you want to go into a little bit of detail about that
2: yeah sure thanks again um so to premise it, we had a great another uh, great watch party hosted by you know the podcast itself as well as our friends at We Can Be Heroes Comics in Chatsworth. So this past Wednesday, if you're listening to it, um, know, the week of Monday, uh, this past weekend, you know uh, this past week, we had a little party. Uh, Harold pulled out a an awesome projector and his sound bar. We had a nice outdoor safe. Um spacious and you know well lit and well uh or uh taken care of um little watch party for our uh for a few of our friends I think about uh, i want to say maybe two dozen folks show up um with some stragglers coming in and out but um yeah so we 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 were able to uh, throw another watch party um similar to what we did at the beginning of the show so I think the first show was thankfully a pretty solid success that we were invited back and so yeah we we decided to do it again with the with uh some new faces some old faces and so yeah if you were there that wednesday first off thank you so much for coming out and supporting the podcast and supporting our little endeavors uh these little outreach things that we're going to be doing from this point on to kind of build our little community and then kind of make this uh podcast uh grow um so yeah thank you thanks again for coming out for everybody who's listening and was there uh, if you weren't there and you're listening to the podcast we missed you but don't fret because um yeah I think we're going to do a few more. Um you know we're we're looking to do some partnerships with other organizations and other podcasts and other you know geeky folks that uh, want to keep doing this uh, seeing how much fun it can be to be uh together again, you know, to, and and basically enjoying these things. I know that a lot of people love watching these shows at home in the comfort of their living rooms, but sometimes yeah the big ones, like the big premieres and the big finales. It's kind of fun to have it around other people and literally hearing people go, <gasps> or, huh? Well, we'll get some more of the huh at the end later. But, and, um, again, thanks again for, we tried something new with, and instead of being on a flat screen inside, we took advantage of the, humid um uh day in in chatsworth and thankfully my wife brought the um the bug spray so we only had a minimum of two or three mosquito bites each so you know other, other than that it could have
0: been much worse except yeah, for, for me sure. because i totally missed the uh the bug spray because while i was setting up i was like oh what are these guys doing you're gonna be fine we've all been to the philippines before yeah that was horrendous <laughs> and um
1: no.
0: my cankles be chewed up oh no <laughs> Those so um at a buffet.
2: yeah i know dude, there was a lot of leg there was a lot of legs that night so oh, yeah. <laughs> the mosquitoes were yeah, like they lot. came out <laughs> so you guys were thankfully there too so let me know i mean uh what did you guys think of the uh the event itself
1: it was great i i i do love watching um shows with a group of people Um, I used to have Game of Thrones watch parties. Oh, okay. Especially like the last three seasons, like every weekend. It was, I love watching it with people. And then we can talk about it after, um, you know, each episode. So I loved the event. I loved being outside. I know that there were mosquitoes, but whatever. Um, it was so great to just be surrounded by people who enjoy the show and, you know, like, it, it was so, and and it was so great, the event, how you, um how, Lewis, you did the trivia. There was, like, a, a trivia, like, a, a game and you can win prizes, so there's a lot of, like, interaction, too. So it's always a great time being with you guys and being with other fans.
0: Yeah, Uh so first of all, shout out to Lewis here, because, you know, as much as Dennis and I dog on him, this was his idea for getting the, <laughs> like, the very first, um they actually when i went to set up they told me this long story about how lewis was one of the very first people to notice that there was a comic book store because he was walking his dog not a euphemism he was actually walking his dog <laughs> and like um noticed that there was a new comic book store in his neighborhood and that relationship has built primarily because of lewis's relationship with the owners and everybody who works there because he is a um a good uh, supporter of their 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 business so like um Anytime that they would have any kind of opportunities for us to do anything there, Lewis is on it. And um, so we've had this great relationship with these guys and they were really like, okay, we're willing to try this new thing for you. And like, you know, let's, let's try to do something different. And because of that, they have other people who are now talking to us about doing more events using not so much, I guess my equipment, because apparently uh, one of the guys was cleaning out the back and found a projector, So like mm-hmm. had, Yeah, Aiden was like, Hey man, um I hope this thing works because literally I was cleaning out the the storage unit and apparently we have a projector. I just need to find out if it works. And I was like <laughs> I was like, Cool man, like he's like if the setup worked and if people dig it, we can continue this. So I know that you've been talking to some people who also work there. Other people in the community, as well as our friends that meet the eight one eight have been helping us out getting our reach out to different people. So once again, Pross Lewis, good job, man. Thank you, you know, dude. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah. It's always a team effort with everybody here. So like the fact that krisha comes all the way out from how far she lives to come out to support. Uh, I know that, that aren't branded under her particular name quite yet, but, but when we do stuff for our podcast, you know, we can't say, Oh, we, we ask for her support because it's going to be expected that she's there. So Unfortunately, Chris, you've you stuck your foot into a sand trap. That
1: I've uh, been suckered in.
0: Yeah, but in general, I love, dude. I love, like as much as fun as as much fun as it as much (laughs) as as it is to have to to be fun to watch things on your own, just because you know you can able to you know process things a little bit clearer. Having an audience when you get to experience brand new things is so much more fun because. Even if not everybody is up to speed, the fact that everybody is there for the same reason, to enjoy something, it, it, it's always good to put that positive spin on a product right away. And then you wait for the reaction afterwards. You can discuss things. And it was it was great that, you know, as soon as things were done, people were coming up to us and we were talking about stuff. And we're like, yeah, this is where I potentially can go. And that's the fun thing. And um, we look forward to more community events like that. And, um, yeah, continue our relationships with not just We Can Be Heroes, but everybody else in the community that's really out there trying to promote pop culture and pop culture fun in general. So if you guys are looking for stuff like that, we're always willing to help as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, dude, I, I think that really was the best part about it. Uh, I'm not even knocking the logistics of it because, yeah, I think it was great for a first time doing outdoors. But, yeah, I think it, it was well worth the cost of, like, just hearing everybody react in real time and seeing everybody's not seeing faces cuz i just saw everybody at the back of everybody's faces and the the fact of the matter that everybody was like it felt like everybody was uh w- was locked to their seats which is great cuz i mean that's that, if anything that's uh that's a, that's an indicate you know uh, indication of, uh, of the quality of the finale itself and you know the the product that uh <clears throat> excuse me that was out there but yeah it, it's great seeing like just a bunch of co- a great community and it's it was a pretty diverse crowd too like i mean we had parents we had couples we had men we had women we had young you know, preteens and 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 yeah teenagers that technically and then in Harold's uh, niece but um so yeah it was it was <laughs> it was great to to just like all of them had something to say afterwards and it was one of those i mean yes we've disclosed before that we are of uh, 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 Filipinos here so the 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 show ended at like 9:45 and i think the last folks left at like 10:30 so there was like an hour of just hanging out talking and catching up and basically like harold said uh throwing out theories throwing out ideas and that's i think that's the best part about this uh this little community of ours that well that's being recognized now by the emmys to go back to the the opening segment so yeah uh, it was a lot of fun i'm grateful to to again we can be heroes and all those folks and meet a and revenue social for for helping putting our our, our event out there in the uh, internets and for again for all the folks that didn't have to be there but drove out uh where they were just to just to hang out for an evening in the
0: in the humid valley. Yeah, big shout outs to uh Erica and our fr- our friends Erica and Chin oh, yeah. they, and Eric as well because those guys traveled like our little literal hours mm-hmm. to get to our event. And it's like yeah. you 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 don't for at least for us, we don't really understand or we don't appreciate as much uh people's efforts until you actually see them in person. And then you realize like how long or how much effort it took for them to make it to your events. And it's stuff like that. It's like, yes, the three of us and even crazy when we get her to be here, not, she's not as evil as the three of us are, but it's like, we're, we're so, yeah, we're so, uh, you know, we, we're, we're so passive in things where we're just like, eh, you know, thanks. Thanks for doing that. That's cool. But you could, you could have done more because we're, we're, we're just like that. We're, we're douches like that but when you when you see people literally saying like oh yeah dude i came from like orange county which to the valley on a weekday on a work day that's like an hour and a half dude yeah like Mm -hmm. when they say they're from the south bay i'm like oh i wouldn't (laughs) want to touch the i've been i was on the 405 for seven years i don't want to touch that freeway ever again unless i have Mm -hmm. to like unless there's a fire and the only ways that place that's safe is like hollywood park again that's the only way i'm getting back on that freeway but you know so you know like lewis said shout out to everybody everybody who came and supported everybody who helped us out with this event and we really uh, appreciate your support and we look forward to um seeing if there's more that we can do for you guys so like as much as we're uh a podcast that's like oh yeah we're all about Stuff that we find interesting. It's more interesting when you guys find stuff that we could be interested in. So Absolutely. Like, feel free. Like we always say when we do our Twitch streams, which we didn't do today because um, Dennis has all the equipment, and well, hmm. I could, I could technically do one, but no one wants to watch. Me. Well, I'll play video games. I but, watch you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Lewis watches me. Um, I already beat Final Fantasy. That thing was off screen, so I might have to do it again. Um. So with that, in general, that was the event that we held. But what did you guys think about the finale that we had for the show itself? What did you guys think overall of the season of Loki? Chris, you want to go first?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah, the season of Loki. Oh, wow, uh, there was so much, so much happening, and at the end, I only wanted more. Right? <laughs> like I feel like um, when it ended, when the credits started rolling, I think everyone just went what oh what at least that's what I that's what I was yelling um but yeah I I thought the acting was good I real I mean I love seeing Hiddleston just he's just so great in everything so he's just just a pleasure to watch (laughs) that sounded weird too um (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, I'm not really too familiar with the comic book site, so I don't really know how much they referenced and what series, you know, which character came from what series and which, you know, which I don't know, whatever. Um, But um, the story as a whole was compelling, especially with just finding out that everyone i mean, spoiler alert. Do I have to say that? But spoiler alert, everyone was a variant and uh, just I don't I don't know how to express my joy from that show um without sounding so super geeky and nerdy excited about it
2: it's okay Um, you're you're among your people so you can (laughs)
1: um I have to say I wanted to see more Owen Wilson um and we can talk about are we going to talk about like predictions or what we want to see in season two because there will be a season two
0: yeah um, absolutely,
2: yeah. We can we can finish a review with what we want to see in season two. Yeah, I,
0: absolutely. You know what's yeah. funny? Okay, great. I, I know this is this is kind of I guess a spoiler alert that, like, Lewis and I have always discussed these things in that we, as much as possible, I always want to go into things not knowing anything. Like I, mm-hmm. my hatred for spoilers is enough for a murderous rage. <laughs> oh yeah. I will <laughs> I will implement that on anybody. I don't care. Like even if my nephew does it, and I love him to death, obviously. But if he ever spoiled anything for me, I would throw him his <laughs> unfinished pool headfirst. Um, but he can swim, I agree. so you know, I guess he'd. He just said unfinished pool, though. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, but I, I I I always block the words I don't want to hear on Twitter for at least twenty four hours. So I purposely blocked Loki. Unfortunately, there's no block for trending topics. Because literally when I went onto Twitter, it says, Loki, Jonathan Majors, Season 2. And I was like, there's a Season (laughs) 2? That was the big ending. And I was like, son of a... And and when people were discussing it, I was like, oh yeah, maybe they'll do it for... In my head, I was about to say it, but I was like, is that a spoiler? Is saying there's a Season 2 going to be a spoiler? Because me... I had no idea that season two was coming. I thought after this season, that was it. And we were done with the Loki character. But lo and behold. Apparently
1: not.
0: Apparently mm-hmm. not. And now we have to wait for however long it takes. And that's what angers me more. But well worth the wait, hopefully. We'll see how it goes. Lou?
2: Yep. Um, the show itself. Okay, so the finale itself. I, I'm i kind of happy. So I'm actually kind of glad Courage is on board. Because I, I like hearing that um in in this case I'm glad you don't know a lot of the comic book stuff because I love hearing it from that side of the of the aisle of like is it just from the from a perspective of a person who just sees the show like my my wife and my kids you know as much as they're they're they enable me in 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 this these nerdy pursuits like they don't read the comics like I did and whatnot so it's nice to hear it from that side of the aisle too but um so uh the the finale itself super happy in the only because last week or last episode we did our predictions of who might be behind the uh the, the golden gates or the green gates i guess the and mm-hmm. uh, the, exactly behind the curtain and um i guess i was right so i'm like i'm really excited to see where it goes with this so it was um yeah like the already premise the actor's name is Jonathan Majors he didn't say his name in the show itself but he's Kang the Conqueror he's a comic book uh, Mm -hmm. villain from like the 60s whose whole gimmick has been like he's a time trial he's basically an evil Doc Brown who's like a genius scientist who goes back and forth in time and either steals weapons or conquers folks just because he knows how the future is going to be so yeah it's it's really nice to see that one of my predictions came out because I think I'm 0 for 3 with all of my 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 my, my Wandavision predictions and my my um, Captain America and Falcon predictions was 0 uh, for three. Go ahead, am Sorry.
1: Uh, I just have a quick question about Kang. I know. In, 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 the, in the what did I say?
2: No, that's it. I just what love saying that name. I just like saying that name.
1: Did I, <say> <laughs> I did <that. laughs> um, uh, In the fin- in Loki's finale, his name was He Who Remains, and it was in capital. So is that his name in that like universe?
2: So in the comic books, he's actually had literally like I want to say like half, a half dozen names. And it's kind of a weird cop out. So like the one like he's been Immortus. He is yeah, mm-hmm. he who remains. Uh sometimes he's like the son of Reed Richards or sometimes he's also like in another comic book he's lit- he's like young Iron Man so or no iron lad because he was like so it's funny because like in that one um what do you call it he it, uh it turns out that pre kang was a iron man fanboy so he like he he went into the past and like builds a team of young avengers which spoilers because like i think every show so far has been like teasing or at least shown straight up like here are young kids who have yeah. powers and it's like wait a second <laughs> Wait a second, you know, be great, Um, young Avengers. So yeah, so uh, he, yeah, it's one of his many names. So yeah, Um, it's it's a great but um, uh, kind of like cliche thing. That but yeah, Kang literally has like a dozen names in the comic books to either confuse readers or just to like, there's like add little like dimensions to him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's 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 one of his names. Yes,
0: I just find it interesting. interesting. Like, in general, that they would go in the route of not even naming him. Because that that's a, in, that's a funny thing about, like, uh, the MCU in general. It's like, when Thanos did his first cameo at the end of Avengers, no one ever said, oh, that's Thanos. Oh, you're you right. Had, you had to assume that the people watching it were fans already and be like dude that's why like when I I saw it I was like oh dang and then now it's like you kind of have to like just know a little bit of backstory and it's 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 kind of one of those things where it's like um that it is the double edged sword where you get the fan the people who are like really fanboys into it I'm like yeah and then at the same time you have the people who don't know anything about it going to have to do their own research about it and you know bring up build up their own interests. so it's it's like it's not the damned if you do damned if you don't because you're literally building a character who is now supposed to be the biggest villain for the rest of you know the timeline as far as we're concerned and it's like how do we get people interested we show him for a little bit and we give you a little bit of hints of who he is and you have other people fill in the holes for you but you figure it out yourself so it's like Mm -hmm. it's kind of a fun little puzzle that they're making out for everybody else out there yeah i agree And they had Sylvie kill him. So, you know, (laughs) at least at least one variant of him. Yeah.
1: Oh, that was so awesome how you said, what did he say at the end? Like, see you later, I'll see you again, or something like that. He said something to the to the point of, yeah, this isn't the first time you killed me, I think. You know, like, oh, okay, we've done this before. I'll see you again. Oh, that Uh was so cool.
2: (laughs) It was kind of it was kind of gangster. I I I agree. And you know what? Uh, uh, like again, kudos to the to the production team or whatnot. But it was pretty like light on action. I mean, obviously there was a big you know that that little one on one fight between Sylvie and Loki, but it was huge on exposition and like like Harold said, like introducing this brand new character and like. Uh, we, I t- I'm taking for granted that this movie or the show introduced such a huge concept that I think is going to have like pretty big ramifications for for the for the for the Marvel movies and the shows moving forward. Because, like, the fact that, you know, the, that whole branching out timeline thing, like, if you have watched Back to the Future, and if you're listening to the podcast, of course you have. Because I think that's a requirement. If you know Harold, you have to seen Back to the Future at least once. Um, so, you know, the whole branching of timelines thing is not a new thing. It's something that was introduced in Back to the Future 2. And, like, literally they showed it in Endgame, in Avengers Endgame. So this one, like, this show basically said, we've teased it, we've shown it, and it's going to hit the fan. It hit the fan when, when Sylvie uh, killed... Um, he who remains and now it's off to the races so like I, I'm really happy to see that this is happening because it's a, it's a really interesting co- concept that like comic books have been doing for decades but like it's going to be interesting to see how they pull it off on the big screen and on, on, on the streaming I guess too so yeah um, heavy on the exposition but light on the action but still a, a really so- solid finale for me
0: what, what I kind of thought was interesting and where I kind of was like oh this thing's not over yet was when they literally had Renslayer, like, disappear. And I was like... Oh, yeah. And then not even come back. And I was like, "There, mm-hmm. that can't be that open-ended because she was such a main character. And having, you know, Owen Wilson there for that particular moment, it's like, okay, something bigger is going to happen. But I don't think there's enough time for anything to, to happen after this. And I was like, mm-hmm. are they going to... And then in my head, I'm like, are they going to continue this in whatever particular movie they want to? Like, that wouldn't make sense like having a background story like that in ant-man or even in doctor strange where those are like literally the purposes of those whole movies coming out i was like why why would you have why would you leave that open and finish it off somewhere else and nothing Mm -hmm. would be better to finish off and it's just interesting to me that they're actually doing a season two of a marvel series on disney plus because as far as we know that's the only one that's been confirmed because what we don't know where they're going with Uh, you know Captain America and the Winter Soldier Uh, WandaVision is obviously done because uh, well it was nominated for a limited series and (laughs) you can't be more limited than one season so um, (laughs) yeah it's it's crazy how we keep thinking that Marvel's never going to catch us off guard and do things again but they do it every single time
1: they do it every single time
2: Absolutely. So, um, I guess, it, yeah, let's get to that part that, uh, speaking of season two, what do you guys want to see in the next season of Loki?
1: I want to see more Miss Minutes.
2: Oh, yeah. More Tara how, Strong. Yeah.
1: How scary was that when she, like, popped up? Oh, I <laughs> yeah, know. <I> know. <laughs> oh my gosh. There was a, I, when you, When you have a jump scare in a Disney Plus show, <laughs> you know, it's got to be good.
0: A cartoon. To have
1: that big orange smile, yeah, smiling cartoon. Uh, so, uh, more minutes. Again, minutes yeah,
2: again, another bonus of having a watch party is seeing everybody jump up. There you um for me for season two like I, i'm I, i'm honestly kind of curious so uh, um uh, uh you know if you don't listen or if you don't watch the the websites or or go on social media and all that good stuff so you know the rumor is that you know the story of kang will be like continued in basically yeah the movies the uh, ant-man movies with with paul rudd and like harold said the Str- dr Strange movies with uh benedict cumberbatch so it'd be interesting to see like how Big of a bad guy, they're gonna set up Kang to be because, like again, like was premised before, like Thanos at the end of the first Avengers movie was literally like, uh you know, eight years ago before he finally came to to flesh and or you know CGI flesh and blood in 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 Avengers in Infinite Infinity War. So like, I, I don't know what the long game is for this uh, for Kang to be the bad guy if he's if they're building him up to be you know the the protagonist against loki and doctor strange and ant-man which would be fun because i mean i i think oh, that that's that's probably what fans and to, uh expect and probably deserve is like you can't just have any more of these like one and done bad guys anymore we loved thanos and the whole infinity war and the, and the infinity stones kind of in the background pulling all these uh places or all these bad uh, good guys together to fight a a common fight so yeah uh, i'm looking forward to see how kang uh will bring together the new avengers and see how they they come together and fight them at the end it'll be really interesting to see and again uh i know I, i think jonathan majors is a great find if they're gonna cast a bad guy I think he's great. In a, I, I, I think I I tweeted this when uh, when the casting came out months ago that he was going to be Kang in the Ant Man movie. Like I don't think people knew he was going to be in this show. Um, I I I said something like he's the he's the best casting for a time traveler because he can simultaneously be thirty five and seventy five. Like if you watch <laughs> if you watch Lovecraft Country, like he, there's some moments where he's like he plays a soldier in the Korean War and he looks young and spry and strong, and then the next scene he's he's overburdened and weighed by like, uh, like during the civil rights era and stuff like that. So he's got such great acting chops and uh, kudos again to Kevin Feige for, and, and Disney and Marvel for finding a, a, I think a pretty solid act. If you're, if you're going to find somebody to be your um, antagonist, I'm sorry. not I said protagonist earlier antagonist for the next few movies. Like this is the dude. He's like, he's a great, he's a great find kind of like how uh,
0: Tom Hiddleston was. Yeah. I'm kind of like confused now because you've made a great point and now that's how i'm thinking is each particular movie is just going to have him as the villain but it's going to be a different variant of him as the villain oh so like that's a good question like you said how like literally every villain in every marvel movie except for thanos and loki have been one-offs it's like yeah you're the villain for this movie but you're not going to be around for the next one yeah so this one it's like it'll be just a different version of him losing to a particular thing and Mm -hmm. then maybe closing off that branch so where does that leave this particular one that means for me at least I think this show comes back when all those shows are done or when all those movies are done so like two three years from now and it's like oh yeah I get to kill the very last one and then it does it all over again and then it's gonna pop back and be like oh Thanos and you're like what that whole time (laughs) It's everything is circular, so I it think it is.
1: Everything is a flat circle.
0: Yeah, so I think it's all going to come back to that, and like no matter what, those are the endings that everyone's going to end up with. So <coughs> that's just multiple
1: cool, like different variants because the way Jonathan Majors played he who remains in this last in the finale was so kind of goofy. Yeah, right. It was, he was so goofy and. Oh, I'd like to see... I'd like to see, like, see all the different shades of Kang, of Mortis. You know, that is, that'd that be cool.
0: I want to see mm-hmm. someone Photoshop uh, Jonathan Majors into all the different versions of the Kings of Comedy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and you're, and you're <laughs> I knew you to say that. The It's just going to be... And I was gonna say, is just he's the Kangs.
2: He's the kings of
0: comedy. <laughs> Sorry, this is the easiest layup I could pick of. But in my head, I'm picturing the poster of all the four kings of comedy, and like, you know, one Kang with a giant mustache, like he's Steve Harvey.
1: Wearing,
0: <laughs> him wearing all suits, like he's going to church in yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, like so, purple suits. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm messaging genius. Eric now to make that
2: one moment <laughs> continue. <laughs>
0: This, this is how our process
2: works uh, this like is how it. the creativity works we have the dumb like idea a, a
1: hat with like a feather oh yeah that will
0: be good I'm excited to see that so speaking of which um, since this is kind of the moving into the next uh, iteration of what's happening in the Marvel Universe we did have another release from the MCU literally just this week it was supposed to be released last year but you know unfortunately things happened to not just uh theaters but to the whole world in general and mm-hmm. you know the pandemic happened and uh for some reason the fast furious uh series is now joined part of the MCU so <laughs> <laughs> no that's my dream <laughs> that's my fan fiction that's never going to happen but <laughs> we, we had an wrap. i know I, I've had ideas this past couple of days and I'm like, I can make it happen. Like when they travel into the Quantumverse, uh Dom Tur- Dominic Turtles ending up racing them out <laughs> of the thing. It says, never mind. But we had
1: Save it for save it for Save it for a- it. actual things.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. We had the release of the summer blockbuster that should have happened last year, which was the latest MCU movie, and that was Black Widow. Black Widow ended up being a Disney premiere movie, but it was also available for consumption at local theaters. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I was one of the people that said, I want to watch this at a 10 o'clock showing. So I paid like $8 to watch it, but because I love movie theaters and um, (coughs) I just want to tell you my funny story of how I ended up watching the movie before we go into the movie. Um, They told me that it was in theater two. And I was walking towards a theater that said theater two. And there was a big poster that says black widow on it. So we sit there and 15 minutes has passed when the movie was supposed to start. And the, a guy comes in and goes, this is theater three, theater two is to your left. And I was like, no one could come in and tell everybody in here who's obviously waiting for the same movie that this is the wrong theater. And so we get in there and luckily it started right when we got in, but yeah. If you ever go to a theater, yeah, I was like, why open the door that says Black Widow? Anyways, so (laughs) yeah, I almost missed the beginning of Black Widow because no one had the courtesy to come in and tell everybody else that we were in the wrong theater. (laughs) I think even the theater staff are still trying to get back to normal, too, dude. So that's what (laughs) we were thinking, too. Because I was like, there's first of all, there's no the screen's not even on, there's nobody here. Oh, geez, (laughs) I was like, like, there might be. (laughs) <laughs> and in my head, I was like, Oh, why would they put this movie, this brand new movie, in one of the smaller theaters? And it's because I was an idiot and so is my friend. And what <laughs> us were like, we're in the wrong theater.
1: Oh <laughs> that happened. So
0: Black Widow, what did you guys uh first of all, before we do anything else, as we do with movies here, I guess, even though Dennis is not here and but we do have Lewis here. Uh Lewis, are you ready? i hope so but let's try it (laughs) okay i guess it is time for lose views
2: (laughs) so lose views is when i try to (laughs) is when i try to summarize the movie in two minutes or less i don't know if i can do (laughs) that i don't know if i can do it um i literally just
0: should
1: should we do the timer
2: yeah oh lord just wait Way too much pressure.
0: <laughs> okay. Whenever you're ready, Lou, let's see what we got.
2: All right. So here's Lou's views for Black Widow.
0: Burr, 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 burr. So, burr, 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 Black Widow picks
2: up right after the events of. Captain America: Civil War, and the fact that Black Widow, our uh, heroine, her- uh, Scarlett Johansson, is on the run from the law. So, in this flashback, technically, so this happens before the events of Infinity War and Endgame, and before everybody got snapped away. We uh, meet young, um, yeah, uh, a, a young Scarlett Johansson and her spy family living in the middle of Iowa. Uh, they 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 perpetrate a huge uh, crime. They skedaddle out to Russia, and we are introduced in like a very intense uh int- uh what i call it opening credits of how the Black Widow program is basically a a horrible ring of you know uh, spies and specialists who are uh taken from when they are young and basically culled because of their uh, abilities um What do you call it? We also meet Red Guardian, a uh, super soldier from Russia, as well as Yelena Bolova, a young um, uh, Black Widow uh, operative played by Florence Pugh, who I genuinely love now, as well as Mama Black Widow, whom I cannot remember right now, but um, so... We find out that the Red Room, the secret underground uh, operation that trains and kidnaps uh, children to become Black Widows, has been in operation ever since. Um, Black Widow left decades ago and I guess this is her little secret origin story that she left that organization or, or the, the, her big escape was S.H.I.E.L.D. helped her get rid of the uh, the Red Room and that uh, she could become a full agent an agent, excuse me, uh, full time um, through many shenanigans uh, she hooks up with her old family and she tries to take down the Red Room and she thankfully does so that's it for Lose Views I think I skipped over a lot of
0: details but that's it. Burp burp good, burp. bro. How that's did I do? Awesome, 155, dude. my friend. Oh. That <laughs> might be your new record. I know. <laughs> even, even with good fumbling, we able to get Even movie. with the fumbling
2: and stitches in my mouth. So. <laughs> Jeez. But okay, that's Loose Views. That's the uh the uh, the dirty uh, quick and dirty uh summary of Black Widow. So what do you guys think? <laughs>
0: Um first of all it was Ohio. Oh, what did I say? Iowa. Oh my bad. Dang it. Same same difference, right? Yeah, same, same difference. Uh
2: name I'm states, states that I'll away.
0: name states that I'll never be in. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> the fact that you glossed over the fact that her mom was played by Rachel Weiss. Mhm. Is so much pressure. It's <laughs> so I'm so offended.
1: I know same. For well, myself. Did you also call her mama black widow yes
0: <laughs> the the blackest widow um, <laughs> like um yeah that was for, great review by the way lou nailed um, it but i mean rachel Weiss, bro how do you how do you mess that up i'm sorry <laughs> like i'm pretty sure the mummy came out at the peak of our nerdiness
2: and it was literally playing on HBO like a few nights ago. So yeah, I don't know why I forgot,
0: how I forgot her name. It can it can play anytime on HBO. I think it's just on HBO Max and available for unlimited consumption because you just <laughs> want to see Rachel Weiss running away and turning into <laughs> yes. some kind Aww. of old weird warrior. Um, yeah, what did you guys, now that Lou has done his little review of the thing, what did you guys think of the movie? Chris? would you like to open for us?
1: um Oh God, where I don't even know where to start because it's funny that you brought up Fast and Fast and Furious because because the the theme of family was so prevalent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I know it's so cheesy, right?
0: But, I was waiting. I was waiting for Dominic Toretto to come out and share <laughs> with him. <laughs>
1: but yeah, it was so prevalent just i mean i know that black widow talked you know she she touched upon her other family the avengers which is was you know split up at the time um uh, but also the you know her the family that you know that she had for that short period of time when she was younger so it was it was really touching like they brought a lot of emotion to it i don't think i can I don't think I can, uh, I guess there are other movies that I can think of now, um, uh, in the MCU that kind of like touch upon the theme of family, but, um, I, I like, I like seeing in between, um, like what happens in between the big Avengers, like wh- you know, when they all come together. So I love seeing the in-betweeners yeah. <laughs> that's what I call it. Um, but, uh. I can't get over. I think Lewis mentioned it before or during his views how Florence Pugh is amazing and her like attitude, her sarcasm, like the accent is so good. Um, I think she was the real standout for me. Um, and Rachel Vice too. But for but Yelena, what Yelena? Yelena. Yeah. Yelena, where's the accent on the syllable? <laughs>
0: Uh, it could be all three of them yeah
1: (laughs) thank you but yeah I think Florence P was a real standout for me I love watching her I I love watching them fight because you know how they were like all trained together so they had similar fighting styles with the whole like leg whipping around you know and then the whole mocking of the um, Uh, superhero landing like that was that was great how about you guys you guys Uh, get into a little more depth please well
2: now that i've caught my breath um i like the movie a lot i really i um so harold already premised his viewing experience so on my half i actually was able to enjoy the movie from home so um i decided to or, my you know, I decided along with my family to just go ahead and uh, yeah, I, I guess, um, not I guess, but we 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 tried the Disney premiere version of it, which is our first time doing it, and yeah, it was actually a really fun, enjoyable opportunity. Uh, this is, I want to say, our fifth movie, like, like a premiere, because I think HBO's done a few movies in the last few months, and this is the first one on Disney that we've done and sat down in our, in our living room. Um, really kind of enjoyable, actually. So, um Yeah, thankfully, I guess we didn't have the same experience as Harold. Like, we didn't have an usher tell us you're in the wrong theater. But, you know, (laughs) so... Um, I, th- I guess the only problem we had, and it might be like just uh maybe could we watch it the same Friday or on that Friday night when it was released? maybe everybody was on the app too but we we did have like one or two hiccups where the where the screen will pause it's lit, you know kind of like you know, you're typical like if you're watching something on on streaming or anything like that so I guess that is the concern for those kind of thing you, you pay the premium to see in the theater and you're you're basically guaranteed that you're not going to have those issues but you know you, you take the risk you do it at home or the, you, the benefits of watching it from the comforts of your home, you also come with it with a with a with the exposure of like yeah, maybe your internet's uh, slow or maybe everybody else is trying to watch the same thing but um you know my experience was fine it was fun, and it was um good to to the movie itself, I thought it was a really solid back to uh, return to the mcu um it is interesting that they decided to put the movie when it was like uh before before infinity war and before the snap and after civil war i honestly kind of feel like this would have been great if it came out when it was supposed to be does that make sense like not last year per se but like, like
1: chronologically, you know,
2: right like, like chronologically right 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 because like i get how they you know for, uh, it's not the first movie that they've set you know in the past like they've uh, obviously the first captain america movie was set in the in, in the 40s and then captain marvel was set in the 90s um this one was actually you know in, in chronologically yeah you're right set just a few years before the big event so i would have loved to have seen this uh this kind of like you know backstory and uh you know a black widow movie because before this obviously she was one of the few she was literally the second hero um in the MCU cuz like she debuted in Iron Man 2 and after Iron Man himself like she was the second hero introduced in that movie and yet she's the last one to get a a standalone movie so it was way past due and I'm glad she finally you know um uh, uh she she finally got her time to shine uh Scarlett Johansson I mean and it's a role that she was born to play ironically she can no longer play it because she's um I don't know uh she might be at the bottom of Vormir um uh, right now but um, the great movie. I like how the last, like I guess they're calling it the fa- phase four of Marvel with all the TV shows and whatnot. Um, it's interesting that you know they're they're setting up all these basically. I want to say like uh, people who are going to replace the, the the original Avengers. So it'll be interesting to see where they go from there. Um, so yeah. Uh,
0: great, great points as usual, Lou. I I am I'm. I think we've kind of established the fact that my favorite series of um, kind of Marvel movies besides the Guardians ones because they're so much fun is the kind of the Captain America movies because the Captain America movies are more based in reality and uh, they they feel like series that can actually happen in a real world, not so much um, in a comic book series as well. It's like, you know, there's real world stakes. These are things that can happen in reality, without so much magic happening around you, like, if you take into effect that hardly any mentions of, um, you know, superpowers, except for the one great joke about, you know, I doubt that the god from space has to take an ibuprofen in the morning. Like, that, by the way... <laughs> that, that, yeah. that Thor? Yeah, by the way, probably okay. my, my my favorite line from that movie, besides the poser line, was her, her acknowledge, everybody acknowledging the fact that yeah, the rest of your team superpowers or overpowered and has like the greatest technology and you have a gun. Yeah, like even <laughs> e- even Clint has a bow and arrow. So I don't know who ranks higher or lower on that kind of level. But the 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 spy espionage things where it's kind of like the alias uh, universe and you have a, a backstory that's like the Americans or you have the, the Russian sleeper cells. Like, even me, like, not paying attention at the beginning, I was like, oh, they're obviously just a family, and then, you know, later on, they're like, oh, we we're posing as a family, and then that scene where, you know, she talks to her mom about, "Um, yeah, we, these were, all, all the pictures were taken on the same day, we just did different poses and posed for different gifts, I was like, that was, oh, that, I was like, that dude, was that's good. so good, and just yeah. in general, the storyline was like, it's so good for me, I think the only probably lacking would be, just the villain. Um, you can't it, it's hard to have Ray Winstone as a uh, Russian person because I will always see Ray Winstone as like some Jersey dude, like, you know. He, I, he was the bad guy in, in Punisher, I think. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he was like, actually he was actually a Punisher, wasn't he? Yeah. It it's just like yeah. <laughs> you know, like you have the guy he was in Indiana Jones and he, he plays random people, and then to have him ch- looking like a like a I don't know who's more in shape, but him or James Gandolfini, I don't know what he was pulling off there.
1: Well, um, one well, is more in shape because
0: well, currently <laughs> Ray Winslow
1: yeah, slightly better shape now
0: because you know, <laughs> but um, shout out to or rest in peace, James Gandolfini.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I um and. But, like, the story in general was so much fun. Like, not so much fun, but it was so interesting to go back from, like, where we left off with the Marvel Universe in that everybody came all together from all different parts of the universe to fight an army and a, 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 the big singularity and to have it back brought back to smaller stakes. But at the same time, stakes that were just as dangerous. Because, like, if she doesn't pull out of... Everything there, which that's the, one of the things about prequels or origin stories is we already know how they're going to end up. And even for this, where the fact that we know that she's going to end up dying, like mm-hmm. it changes things a little bit because you know she's never going to die in any particular scene or the stakes are never going to be that high for her because we already know she's going to make it to the well, two thirds of the way through Endgame. And but like everything else building up to that, you know, learning more about the Black Widow program and how it was basically just, you know, like Lewis said, culling of, of, uh you know, discarded human beings throughout the world <coughs> and abusing that fact. And then, you know, turning it against them being like, you have, you have no home. We're going to give you a home. And we're going to give you, you know, um, abilities in order for you to, to, to do better in this world. And we end up with that storyline. And it was, I, I think, you, well, Florence Pugh, who is going to be the next pretty much Black Widow for the rest of the MCU. Um, I only know, I knew her mainly because she was in Fighting With My Family. Good movie. Great movie. (laughs) Super Uh, solid. The worst forced cameo of all time with The Rock there. But, you know, uh, (laughs) in general, an awesome movie. And uh, she was in, what's that other movie? She was in Midsummer. Oh, she was in little little women. Little women. She was the little woman that got nominated for an Oscar. Little woman. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, so now we have successful actors going out here and doing these things. So I mean, great for her. Can't wait to see what she does for the rest of the MCU. And like um the ending kind of makes the ending makes more sense, obviously, if you've seen uh falcon and the winter soldier
1: Mm -hmm. but
0: um yeah because a lot of people who were in there were like i don't get what just happened why is uh elaine bennis trying to (laughs) get people
1: why is Beep on here
0: yeah exactly (laughs) why does she
2: have purple hair (laughs)
0: yeah but you know we're looking forward to seeing how everything else goes in the future and um yeah great continuation for the mcu i really hope that Uh, We do have more movies with these kinds of uh, uh, stakes and uh, uh, subplots and uh, we continue because not everything has to be, even though it's established, not everything has to be about the Kang thing. It doesn't have to be about the Kangs. It can be about uh, (laughs) different uh, little storylines and this is where we can go with that.
1: Yeah, it was great. And I'm glad that we found out where she got that vest, where (laughs) Black Widow got the vest.
2: Oh, and I know. Yes, so She sweet. also had
1: her blonde hair. <laughs> that was the loop Ew. that closed for me. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a great little nod. There's so many, like, yeah, yeah. not so many, but, like, that this great little nod, but at the same time, kind of bittersweet, because, like, oh, well, she doesn't die in it. But that was, like, that's what she wore and like, the, mm-hmm. the her worst loss or the Avengers' worst loss. Uh, when everybody got snapped away, so um, l- let's get to a little bit of the specifics. I guess, if, if I may ask, well, are, were there any specific scenes or anything like in the movie that stuck out to you as like one of your favorites, or at least something that kind of, excuse me, uh, uh, made you either cheer from where you were sitting or like we're really happy to see? Um, I'll, I'll go first. I really liked when uh, Yelena's character was first introduced. Um, I, I again more like little uh what was the word easter eggs is that we finally f- kind of found out what um uh, you know what, what 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 hawkeye and black widow were talking about in, in um in the first avengers movie what they were doing together and like that was actually a hideout for them and then so it was a great introduction to yelena's character how she can basically go toe-to-toe with uh with natasha's uh, black widow character and that like and then the subsequent action uh, that happened after that like these black widows or these these red room widows are nothing to mess with like they were legitimately like keeping up with uh natasha romanoff uh, like an, an honest to goodness avenger and you know the the, the action was really fast-paced excuse me um I, I do hold a little um you know you, you have to suspend uh belief for a moment because there's that one scene where i think it was yeah it was a, it was uh scarlett johansson's character who literally fell like Three stories and like hit every awning on the way down, but she still hit that superhero landing. So I was like, oh, and she can walk it off. But that one poor girl like fell and like broke her leg. Like, mm.
1: oh yeah. Oh. I
2: was like, eh. but um. So yeah, that was I. I think that was that was like that was actually a really fun um introduction to the dynamic between the two of them and like it's bittersweet because okay, like, yeah, even though they did yeah, th- I was trying to remember the show H and you're thank you for reminding me. So it was basically like the Americans. <clears throat> how uh, we had like this uh this pretty typical uh all-american family in the middle of uh, uh in, in the midwest and who were actually russian spies so yeah it was uh it was, that was one of my favorite scenes Fish?
1: uh i well one of my favorite scenes uh uh harold you brought it up it was when uh black widow scarlett johansson was talking to rachel vice about her memories and that photo album and how she even though she knew those boxes were empty, she still wanted to open them, right? She had that feeling for a split second that this was a real family, yeah. you know, even if it's just for this picture. Um, and and it reminded me of another moment that I really liked also with Scarlett Johansson, but very, it was in the beginning. It actually wasn't Scarlett Johansson. It was the girl who played young Black Widow, when they were escaping. Oh yeah. Um, When they were, when they packed up the car and they left and they're driving away and she just sees little snippets of like American life, right? Like the streets, the kids playing the football game, you know? And it's just like the life that she held onto for a little moment, but now it's being taken away. And now she has to go back. Like, I think that's when it hit me, you know, because it takes place. I'm thinking about it now. It takes place, you know, After she started as a child, she was already training. Right. And then, and then they go to Ohio and then when they leave, it's like, she's realizing, Oh, F, this is not my life. This is not, this is, you know, this is just, this is just a mission and it just kicks off from there for me. Um, just that realization so that part just seeing the town and as they leave just really (laughs) I know it's such a small moment but it really it really hit me and then it bookended at the you know it was a good bookend to see to see the the fireflies like at the end I, I I thought that was great just like a good like bookend um but yeah, that was that those were my two favorite scenes. I know it wasn't all action packed, and it was really just moments and like acting, like real acting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are the quiet moments that I really like. Harold.
0: I kind of dug uh them building up the surprise of who the Taskmaster Taskmaster mm-hmm. taskmaster, the taskmaster character
1: Taskmaster.
0: Masker. <laughs> It's COVID, guys. Make sure you use the taskmaster. masker. Um, <laughs> like, um, having her or you know, spoiler alert. I, I, well, obviously, we didn't even do the spoiler alert. Spoiler alert about everything here. <laughs> um, but um, you know, learning the sequences and it's like, why are you watching these videos? And then it's like, oh, it's because of the fact that you can imitate anybody that you you know you see the thing. Because I was like, in are they purposely trying to build, um doubt into your mind and think that the, it might be somebody else it might be another avenger under that character you know because d- during the time that the movie's supposed to be taking place everybody's broken up so you don't even know if like oh maybe they hired somebody else to be under there and then now it's like oh it's somebody who can uh adapt and learn about everybody's particular fighting styles and the fact that you know at first uh the black widow can't hang with the taskmaster, because I keep saying it task It's hard to say that. (laughs) It's hard to say that completely. But like, you know, initially when they do their first battle, it's like, oh, you're severely overpowered and there's no way that in the ending, how you ever be able to uh, to defeat this person. But then, you know, Scarlett Johansson's character ending up being the same thing where they're able to adapt and learn about uh, their particular things. So it's like their weaknesses where um, I I saw a video where it's like yeah in the first battle when they were able to do this pose um, since they were both looking at each other then the Black Widow was going to know that her face was going to be available for that uh, gas to hit her and you know be able to take advantage of and I was like so smart that little things like that actually end up mattering and Prisian made a great point about the photo albums being something that's so significant and it didn't even hit me until later in the movie where it's like one of the first things we ever see her character do is try to take that photo or you know the photo album back and then you're like oh it's because like I said I didn't I didn't know that storyline at the time it's like oh she just wanted some memories and then it's like now you're literally just saying you're taking memories that were created just for that particular moment but the fact that they felt real for just a little bit and it was a reminder of your the life that you really wanted to live and Mm -hmm. missing out on that I think that's like the whole like you said um the storyline of family and what's real family and like even if family is convoluted or created just for a particular moment are you guys still family if it feels like family then it's gonna obviously be family and what i think still is kind of interesting is that we had the um the like david harbour Mm and like it's weird that you find uh comic relief in someone who's supposed to be playing a super villain but in the end it's like eh, not so bad you know he was he was just doing his job and it's just weird to see that transition from like looking kind of nerdy and then him throwing that tractor all of a sudden it's like whoa oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of surprising to me so like i think the casting for this was like the casting for that family was probably perfect um, the accents weren't as bad as like say Trese or something, but like the... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we always gotta get those shots in, guys. I but, mean,
1: I mean, yeah, valid.
0: <laughs> but like you have all these these um, you know Scarlett Johansson and David Harper, who are American, and then you have uh Rachel Vice and uh, Florence Pugh who are more on the European side playing uh, with the Russian accent, and it's like. Just them having fun with the roles themselves was actually for me what made the, the movie more fun. And um like I said, I'd love to see more of uh particular stuff just like this.
2: Yeah, so uh, yeah, I guess yeah. uh just for, for the sake of time, like where so um where do you guys wanna see I guess the <laughs> Black Widow franchise go? Or where where do you think the direction is that the the show is gonna go from this point on? I think um for me, like, obviously at the end, it was super. I mean, it's one of those things that you're right. Like, it, it, the fact that this was chronologically, it's in between, or this happens before um, Endgame, and we unfortunately know, you know, Black Widow's fate. But, you know, it it did obviously great, did a great tease of, like, where uh, Yelena's character might be going. Like, I like that it's connecting Yelena's Black Widow. It's not just shoehorned that, like, Oh, I'm a Black Widow. Therefore, I will replace her on the new Avengers squad. Like, I'm looking forward to how they resolve this whole Hawkeye thing that they introduced. Um, You know, I I think if I'm not mistaken, again, this is like a little behind the scenes behind the scene kind of things. But if I'm not mistaken, they are filming the Hawkeye TV show. So it's going to be another Disney Plus um, exclusive. I think they're filming it now, so I think you know. Obviously, they've had this in mind, like Harold mentioned already. Like the Black Widow movie was supposed to come out last year, uh, but so this has already been in the can, and I, I guess they kind of already knew where they were. They wanted to go uh, from 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 this point on. So I, I'm kind of excited to see how that interaction is going to happen. Like, you know, obviously they alluded to Black, uh, to Hawkeye's history with Black Widow and Budapest uh, throughout this whole movie, um, not to mention obviously their uh, actual history. So it would be great to see what happens there. And again, like I, I know I, I kind of like how they're planting the seeds for a lot of fun things in a sense like, excuse me, so, you know, Florence Pugh's character is much younger, a uh, younger Black Widow, um, but they, you know, they they kind of planted the seeds for like, yeah, it's like uh, it, it could. And in the Hawkeye show, again, uh, a little behind the scenes. But in, in even the comic books, there is a, a younger female Hawkeye as well who has been cast, and she is in the TV show. Who is? Uh, I'm not sure how they're going to introduce her. If she's going to be Hawkeye, you know, Jeremy Renner's apprentice or whatnot. But I'm excited to see what they do with like these these young Avengers. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, re- really looking forward to what they do. What, what about you guys?
1: I have a quick question. Who else did um, Julia Louis Dreyfus recruit? Oh, it was the other Captain America. Yeah, the
0: U.S. agent.
2: U.S. agent. That's the thank you for reminding me. That's the other other plot point that I I I, I kind of love. That yeah, yeah.
1: So I that's what I want to see. Like how if she's recruiting other people, like I want to know. I want to see that. I want to just see more Julia Julia Louis Dreyfus right yes, she's it's... just so great and <clears throat> she's like plotting and you know she's popping up in this is the second time she's popping up in a disney plus series or a, i mean i mean uh you know a, a thing it's not a series whatever um but it's the second time she's popped up so i i kind of want to see who else she she's plucking and what kind of team she's forming um, I don't know. I'm, I don't follow. What's her name in the show? Valentina or something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like
2: that. Right. Yeah. I like. I her right. Yeah. Where?
1: Who else is she? Snagging.
0: Recruiting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I dig that. Yeah, that's a good point. I forgot. I totally forgot about her and the fact that, yeah, she might be. I, I think Marvel ran out of uh, uh, prefixes. So there's there's also a comic book series <laughs> called The Dark Avengers which are basically like Black Ops uh, evil versions of it. So, like, you have uh, literal, like, mirror uh, mirror uh, bad guys who form this team. So, like, I like that the last few movies, like, they kind of kept the bad guys around. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. So, it could be U.S. Agent, Yelena. I mean, Taskmaster is still alive at the end of this movie. Um, and so, yeah, it would be re- really great to see. And then I also like that it, they introduced, basically, like, there's a whole slew... Of black widows out there, so it's yeah. kind of like you know, it's kind of like all the sorcerers introduced in, in in Doctor Strange. It's like, well, they're out there now, so it's like mm-hmm. that'd be a great little subplot of like, I'm 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 thinking now, like I feel bad because they weren't invited to the big end
0: game fight. If this happened before, <laughs> well, we don't know. We don't know that though, do we? Oh, that's There's, true. We there, are so many, there are so many. There so many portals that open. Yeah, you're that right. someone was bound yeah. to open their portal,
2: yeah. <laughs> They're hanging Wait, out in Ru- they're hanging out in Russia. Like, where's our portal? Come on, yeah, <laughs> we're ready.
0: <laughs> Maybe so they were ready. all spread out in so many different places that they were like, "There's too many holes that we need to fill yeah. on these guys." <laughs> oh,
2: on yeah, I, I
0: think I think it would be interesting if the continued Hawkeye series is literally like Yelena hunting Clint down. Mm, yeah, like yeah. Like, yeah. like just a bunch of like, oh, I hear he's here. Let me see if I can go get him. And then they can discuss, you know, what's the proper pronunciation of Budapest. So
1: (laughs) that was good. Budapest.
0: We'll see where it goes from there. I'm you know, it's weird that at the end of Endgame, I was literally like there's nowhere else for the MCU to go because they've done everything and they've gotten the best out of every big character that they've ever had. And now we're stuck with these people who no one really cares too much about. And now those are the most important people in this universe. And it's like, I can't wait to see where these guys go.
1: Yeah. Like them getting the spotlight, you get to see all the inner workings that we didn't see before. And it's, it's just building this world. And uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's exciting for me, (coughs) even as someone who hasn't like read the comics. So don't, and not really knowing backstories or anything like that, or the original IP, but it's like building and creating and and i mean that's just the best part of storytelling to me
0: yeah so there's a lot a lot of ways that they can go with this and uh things are looking up whether it's continuing on with the movies that are coming out in the next couple of years uh we have shang chi coming out uh in a couple of months here so we'll see how those things continue as well uh spider-man uh i forget what it's called something about homeboys chilling on the corner something like that I don't know.
1: that's actually um, the title yeah, spider-man it, homeboys chilling on the corner yeah.
0: homeboys <laughs> chilling on the corner with the Kangs of Cosmic. the Kangs of comedy yeah.
1: no, cosmic on it what yeah i don't
0: even know how to go with that. okay um anything else you guys have to uh you know like to say oh. Uh, we should do our quick reviews uh kriz i don't know if you know our system here um we have three particular points for uh, reviews here. Lou, you want to kind of go over it with her? Sure. So the
2: best move... No, I'm best... start with the worst, dude. okay so the worst we call el terrible you got to say it with a horrible spanish accent el terrible um the middle middle the middling still good but not horrible but not the best either would we call it perfectly cromulent from the simpsons and last (laughs) but not least the best of the best we call the jeff Winger guaranteed from community so yeah if you think the movie or whatnot is the best you've ever seen you say it's a jeff winger (laughs) guarantee to see it if it's okay then you just call it cromulent if it's horrible it's el terrible so um yeah uh, with that in mind um i'll let courage think for it for a moment and i'm gonna give my review i thought it was i thought it was cromulent um i still i want to save my jeff winger guarantee for like movies that blow me away and i have to like force people like get in my car we're gonna watch this right now um so not black widow's not quite there not to say that it's bad either <coughs> but i think it's de- it definitely serves a great purpose a great story in the the tapestry that is the marvel movies um but yeah so it's still really good so i think it's perfectly cromulent. not just cromulent, perfectly cromulent. so if you haven't seen it go see it um when you can
1: Okay. okay, I got it. Um, I think it's Jeff cromulent Um like
2: <laughs> <A nice laughs> I think wow. it's like a
1: good a, I think it's a good in between. And I think for me, I mean I saw Thank you Lewis by the way, um for letting me watch it. Oh. Um and and watching it on my TV and it was it was great. But I think for me, I think seeing it in the theater maybe could have enhanced my viewing pleasure I
2: see. yeah i i see what right? you mean because
1: yeah. there were there was a lot of big scenes right I, i'm thinking of that whole thing in the sky and it's another thing falling out of the sky like i wish it was yeah. just uh, seeing that on a big screen i think maybe would have yeah kicked it up for me um but i thought the story was great those small moments are my favorite moments um so yeah i i being a libra in betweeny mm-hmm. jeff karamulin
2: jeff Cromulent. <laughs> also I think known I as,
0: the, as the best uh, insurance agent in <laughs> all of our leader <laughs> yeah, I, jeff Cromwell. I thought i went to school with that guy but yeah
1: yeah, yeah I, I saw his face on a park bench yeah, yeah. i seen
0: him at the corner cottage before <laughs> um for me because i did watch it in a theater with giants around town and you know the experience with all the other fans out there i thought it would get for me it gets the jeff winger guarantee nice um like I said, my favorite series and pretty much all of this is the Captain America series. And this is a, a spiritual successor to all of that because it is in that kind of world, uh, like I said, based in more reality than anything else. But with the stakes that you can obviously see coming up uh, out of there, the the, the chase scene and uh, the like I like said, for some reason, people love uh having things in the sky and those things in the sky will never stay there (laughs)
1: yeah um
0: like there's just i think it's called gravity um always wins those, wins. (laughs) those people don't understand that sometimes gravity is is the champion and um when when the jets at the bottom of the the thing blow up people tend to just fall and that scene where she's chasing elena going through all the things trying to save her and catching her it's like that's dope that, that was like damn that got me like the movie itself is really good plot wise and the action scenes uh although there's not as many but it's still like as many as maybe a uh, winter soldier which i obviously still top five for me so um is it the best movie that the mcu has had no is it top 10 it might be now if i have the chance to to reorganize things because obviously there's like 30 movies and eventually someday we can get a chance to finally do a ranking of all these but um i enjoyed it so much and i would love to see it again i i purposely was like i i'm not going to order it on disney plus because i don't think that uh either of the tvs that i have maybe the projector but even then it's like like getting the whole theater experience just for mm-hmm. this particular movie was kind of worth it for me so um winger guarantee nice In this particular nice show. um that is gonna be it for this particular episode we hope you guys enjoyed yourselves um yeah it's a little bit different when we don't have dennis here because he actually gives me and lewis structure um and Aww. when we are rudderless <laughs> sometimes without him but we we miss the guy uh, he will be back for the next next episode if his job doesn't steal him away from us again. Um, as usual, you can find all of our past I'm trying to remember his spiel. You can find all of our past episodes at the two fanboys one casual and a filthy casual dot podbean.com. and then Lou on
2: Facebook you can find us. Uh, just drop it in the face, uh in the search bar two fanboys and a filthy casual add our page and add our a uh, very active group page as well a lot of like-minded uh, nerds geeks gamers and
0: uh, fanboys and uh pop culture enthusiasts so add us there and then on twitter and instagram we are two fanboys one casual we got a bunch of new stickers if you guys haven't seen them yet hit us up on twitter or on instagram we'll send you guys some out there um and Ooh. then anywhere you find your any kind of prod podcast damn it podcast <laughs> we are there as well um so that's it for today, Krija. Any uh, things?
1: You can find me on Instagram uh, at Chloe. Um, come say hi. I'll see you guys in the fan page.
0: All right, awesome. Okay, guys, that's an episode for the day. Uh, for this week, I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. I am Harold. This is Lewis.
1: And this is Krija.
0: And thank you for listening to fan two fanboys and a filthy casual. <laughs> also, RIP Biz Markey. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was a
1: shock.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. I literally just found that out. Oh, <laughs> my I I'm looking at this thing and the thing right now, So, thanks, Biz. You're the, you're the bomb. You're good bum. You're big. Nobody beats. the Biz.